0: This episode is brought to you by Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only financial planning firm helping first-generation six-figure income earners navigate their finances. If you are in this situation and you're the first person in your family to make a six-figure income, and now you've come to the place where you need help with the financial decisions that you have, please don't hesitate. Give us a call. We're available for you at www.gennextwealth.com. So, yesterday I was having a conversation with my daughter and we were talking about what she wanted. Now, my daughter is 15. She's going to be 16 this summer and she is very interested in driving, thinking about driving all the time, thinking about what kind of vehicle she wants and how she wants, what she has to do to get this vehicle. So, what we've talked about with her is what the difference is between price versus cost. And we're going to talk about that today in today's episode. As you know, This is the Minority Money Podcast, and I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. And so I wanted to dig into this conversation that I was having with my daughter a little bit, because I think that it's very important for us to understand the difference between the price of something and the cost of something. So when we were going through this example with her, the thing that she was talking about, she says, I want to be able to get a vehicle. I said, okay, okay. And so how much money are you thinking you're going to spend on this vehicle? How much money do you have? And so we started going into that and she said, well, I want to work a summer job. And I said, okay, that's good. That's something responsible. This is something that we can get behind and we can help support. So talk to me about that. What do you want to do with this job? And so she's like, I just want to get a job so that I can pay for my car. I said, okay, so how much money are you going to spend on the car? And she says, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know how much a car costs. I said, okay, let's just give it a number. Let's say the car costs $5,000. She said, okay. So we started going through that, right? So it's $5,000, said what's minimum wage? So we had her calculate how much the minimum wage is in our area. And we said, "Okay, so during the summer if you worked how many hours could you possibly work?" And we were like, "Okay, if you're working at a minimum wage job, you possibly can work 40 hours a week times the minimum wage, you know, this is how much you'll make before taxes." And so this is how much money you'll have left. Is that enough money to purchase the car? She was like, "Well, I think it's enough to buy the car that I want. And I was like, okay, so that's enough to buy the car. Now let's talk about the cost of the car. So the cost of the car is gonna be what you have to pay for gas. I said, so how are you gonna get money to get around? If you're only working during the summertime, right? How are you going to have enough money to be able to put fuel in the vehicle? I said, number two, I said, how are you gonna pay for the insurance of the vehicle? Number three, how are you gonna pay for the maintenance on the vehicle? And so as we're saying this, I could see the wheels turning in her head and she was starting to see that the price was one thing, but the cost of what she was going to do was a completely different thing and an, almost an unaccounted for expense, if you will. But there also is an additional cost to what she was doing. And so as we begin to discuss this, I said, so, okay, so we're trying to make sure that you get everything ready for college. I said, would this time be better spent with you? actually taking some summer school classes so that you can get further ahead and more prepared for college. This is also a cost of what she was doing, right? So we have the price and then there's two actual costs, the cost to keep the maintenance of the vehicle and the cost of what you're foregoing to do this particular thing, right? So right now, as the summer get ready to start, she would have to not go to summer school because there's no way she could do both, go to summer school and work a full-time job so that she can get a car that's gonna cost more money than she's making. And that's what we're gonna talk about today, the difference between price versus the cost. And so when you are looking at a big purchase, I think that people always go through this thing when you go through making a big purchase, whether it's a home, whether it's a car, whether you're buying a business, whatever it is that you may be getting ready to purchase. I think as the summer comes and the weather gets better and people start going outside more and people start exploring more. I think that also comes with different things that they may want to purchase. There may be things that you want to buy for the house. There may be things you may want to buy a house. So let's go through like the price versus the cost of purchasing a new home. I think this is something that people have been thinking about. And I've always get questions about what should I be thinking about when I get ready to buy a new home? So let's paint this picture. Let's say you're going out and you're going to buy that new home, right? Let's say it's a $500,000 home, three, four, $500,000 $500,000 home. We're out here in California, so that's a normal house price here in California. Now, if you're in other parts of the country, then you know you might have a different amount. But for the sake of illustration, we'll use the $500,000 home. So let's just look at it this way. If you're looking at the cost of the home, the price of the home, right? So it's $500,000. We know that if you go and you do an FHA loan or you can get 3.5% down, right? So you got to put 3.5% down. We know what 3.5% of five is. We can put that down. All right. So that's part of the price. Now we have to pay for our closing costs. That's part of the price. We might have to pay, you possibly could pay some points. You could possibly pay anything with like loan origination fees and all of those go into the price of the home. Now you are well aware of that, right? You get in there, you know that your mortgage is going to be about, it's about 30, you know, about $3,000, maybe 3,500, depending on what the interest rate is, right? And that's what you've accounted for. That is the expense that comes when you're getting ready to purchase a home, that is the expense that comes to you from your mortgage person. They're giving you all this stuff. You say, okay, this is what my house payment is going to be. That's 3,500. Now let's talk about the cost of what's going to happen. So the cost of that is going to be your mortgage, right? Now you have utilities. So don't forget about utilities. That's going to be you know, your electric bill. That's going to be your cable bill. That's going to be gas because sometimes that's separate garbage. If you're moving into a new home, there's all of these different things that you are going to have to do. and so when you're working through these things, you want to be aware of all of the costs that are associated with the purchase of what you are buying. So in this case, we're looking at now we may be looking at yard maintenance, right? So if you have to maintenance if you have to do maintenance on your yard on a monthly basis, are you going to do that on your own or are you going to pay someone to do that? Are you going to little things that may need to get fixed around the house. How are you going to go about doing that? And I think always being prepared for unaccounted cost when you purchase something relative to the price is a way that you can always stay ahead because we've been there. Everyone's been there where you have something come up and it's an unforeseen expense and you didn't account for the cost. All you accounted for was the price. Now, the other thing is there's like a trade-off, I think there's a trade-off that you can get sometimes. So what I mean by the trade-off is you were trading something off by buying this object or whatever it is that you want. So there is a trade-off. You always want to remember what you were giving up to get something right now. So let's say if you were renting a home, let's say your rent was $2,000 a month, and now you're renting this home and you're going to purchase this home. Your mortgage is going to go up by $1,000. So now you're paying $3,000 for that. The other cost is that extra $1,000 that you are no longer going to receive, right? And I think that you also have to go and say, okay, now there's other things that I'm going to give up. Maybe you're changing the school district. Maybe your children like a teacher. Maybe the commute from work is going to be a little longer. So that's going to make gas costs more. And all I'm saying is when we are making financial decisions, we cannot make financial decisions or the best financial decisions with only looking at the price of something. We always want to bring in the cost. And so the price versus the cost gives you the amount of expenses this is going to cost, what the expense is going to be. And I think that when we look back at this, and after my conversation with my daughter, so we sat down and we talked through all of this stuff, right? And she said, I don't know if I need a summer job. I think it might be better for me to be able to go to school. So I need to get ready for college because I told her she's going to have her whole life to work. And the reason why I said that is because I wanted to put things in perspective. It's not always about the instant gratification. It's not always about getting things done or buying things now, because I think sometimes when you rush into a major purchase, you forgo the unforeseen costs that may be there. That was all I wanted to give you today. I wanted to make sure that I gave you something that this has been on my heart. That's been something that I've been thinking about price versus cost. I've seen this happen a lot of different times. And today I wanted to ask you, if you haven't done this before, if you've enjoyed this episode and you want to share it with someone else, please take this episode, share it on your social media, let people know what we're talking about here. I definitely think that people can get something from this. So if you have friends that you want to help, financially speaking, please send them this episode. You also can get more of what we're doing, or if you want to talk about your own personal financial situation always remember that we are at gennextwealth.com. That's www.gennextwealth.com. You can schedule a free consultation there so we can talk to you more in depth about your own personal financial situation. As you know, this is the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Until next time. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there